0: You are now listening to Let's Talk with Kelvin Newkirk Jr. What's up, everybody? Uh, Welcome to another episode of the Let's Talk Podcast. Listen, we're on episode number two. Um, And let me just tell you, I'm really excited to discuss this episode. This legit could be one of my favorite episodes already. Like already I can feel it. I've been telling people about it. Um, I believe this episode is going to be like one of my favorite episodes yet. Um, So uh, one thing I just want to encourage you to do right now, I want to encourage you right now to share this with everybody, you know, Um, especially this one. Like if no other episode you share, I want you to really share this one because I believe this one affects every believer and non-believer. Um, and I believe that uh that maybe you have a friend or maybe you have a family member that you're thinking about even right now who needs to hear um, about this, about what I'm about to discuss today. And um I just really just want to encourage you to do that. Number one, because you don't know whose life you may affect Um, just by sharing. You don't know whose life you may affect. And also on the other end of it, man, you don't know, you know, what people need to hear. Maybe people have been searching for content like this, and you send it to them. They're like, "Wow, here's the answer to my prayer," Um, or maybe they just get insight that they've never gotten before. And so that's what I hope this content does. Like I hope this content is something that people are not only looking for, but I hope this content that I provide or that I that I give, I really pray that it's something that can give people different insight um, about their walk with God, um, because that's what I want to do. Like the whole basis around this podcast is to um, create honest, open, and biblical conversations, not just for your information, but conversations that lead to your personal transformation. And there's another side to that also. Um, So with that being said, uh, today we're going to discuss something, um, a topic that I'm very passionate about. I'm very passionate about the topic that we're going to discuss today. And actually, just a little short story real quick. I want to run off on a tangent just for a few seconds, an excused tangent. So please excuse me. Um, But one of my goals um, has been to write a book. I've always wanted to write a book uh, since I was younger. And if I was to write a book, I mean, now I'm older now, you know, I have ideas and things like that. It's a little bit more feasible for me to do that now. And so, uh, what I want to do now is, um, or soon in the, in the, you know, in the near future, I would love to write a book about this specific topic that we're going to discuss today. And I know you're probably like, you've talked about, you've said this topic at least four or five times. So I want to know what the heck we're talking about today. Um, so look no further. Uh, today we're going to be d- discussing Christians and bad advice. That's right, Christians and bad advice. And so I just want to give you this: like, you know, when we when we say Christians and bad advice, I'm not saying all Christians give bad advice, but I'm saying that some of the worst advice that I've received in my life <laughs> has been from Christians, and and that and that concerns me a little bit. And the reason why it concerns me a little bit is because and and that could sound a little offensive and um, I'm sorry if it does, but it's just flat out true. like um, if you take your self-help person, right your, your self-help person in the world right now, an influencer, Instagram YouTube influencer who may kind of be a believer but it may not actually be a real um, Bible-believing Christian, um, you take them and then you take someone who has been a believer for a while. Um, or maybe who is, maybe someone who is maybe more mature spiritually than that uh, self help person may be. Um, in some cases, that self help person will give you more in depth advice about whatever situation or circumstance you're going through, compared to that Christian, um, because in most cases, most times, uh, we have this we have this thing, man, where we feel like we. We can't show certain qualities and characteristics in the advice that that we give. Um, because maybe we've reached a certain level of maturity and we don't wanna we don't want to, in a sense, bring ourselves back to the time where we were a very immature Christian or when we were out there in the world going bug wild. So with that being said, um I just want to talk about that real quick. And I just want to discuss that. So I'm not the king of advice. Don't like when you listen to this podcast, don't see me as a king of advice. Because I'm just going to tell you, I'm absolutely not. But can I tell you this? Can I tell you that through my life experiences, through the advice that I've received, there's been certain consistencies and inconsistencies I've noticed in the advice that I've received. So let me tell you this. The ultimate basis behind this whole podcast in in general is to bring clarity to a confused world. Right. Through number one, connection with Christ. And through number two, clear communication. And that clear communication comes through the honest, open, and biblical conversations that we're going to have. And so that's the whole basis behind why I do this thing. That's the whole basis behind why I decided to start a podcast anyway, why I decided to become a youth leader, why I decided to one day be a youth director. That's the reason why one day I want to continue that calling and keep being a youth pastor and maybe one day, you know, if the Lord's willing, you know, be— Keep being a youth pastor or be a lead pastor or wherever the Lord leads me, man. But but I don't feel this is just for me to do. I don't feel that creating these honest, open and biblical conversations and, and bringing clarity to a confused world. I don't feel like it's just my responsibility. I believe that it's for all of us as Christians to share the responsibility of doing this task. And before we accept Christ, we have a slew of problems. But no solutions. Do you remember? For all my believers out there that are listening, listening to this, I just want you to bring your mind back to that time, to that moment in your life, man, where you didn't accept Christ. And you had a slew of issues, a slew of problems, and you didn't have any solutions. But put your mind back to when you actually accepted Christ as your Savior. When you met Christ and when you received salvation in your life. And you decided, hey, Christ, you're going to be, hey, Jesus, you're going to be Lord over my life. Right? Right? Then once we receive that, we now have the solution. And check this out. Because we have the solution, it does not void out the fact that we still live in a world with family and with friends that have problems. It does not void that out. So I say that to say this. We have all the answers to the problems that the world faces through the Bible, God's word, and through the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of us and guides us. So today I want to discuss how through our advice, through our advice, we can help lead others to Christ and also help the believers around us strengthen their relationship with God. We can help do that through just our advice, through the things that we do say, and through the things that we don't say, and most importantly, through how we say what comes out of our what comes out of our mouth and the thought process behind the advice that we give, because I'm not coming to you to say that as Christians, cause I made a statement earlier and I said that Christians, most Christians give bad advice. And the reason why I said that is not because I believe that we intentionally give bad advice. I don't believe that. Like I believe our hearts are very well in it. It takes somebody who cares about somebody else to step out and to say, Hey, you know, this is my heart for you. Like, I don't want you to have to go through this. And so that's why they give advice. But here's the thing about that. Sometimes it's not well thought out or sometimes it lacks certain characteristics that makes advice really good. So with that being said, we I kind of want to dive into that. I kind of want to dive into that. And so, like I said before, man, like I'm not the king of advice. I'm not. Um, but there are some times, man, I will never forget the times in my life Where I received advice that either misled me or confused me to build a false perspective of who God is. And I can hear Christians coming to me right now (laughs) when I say that. And they say, wow, you're supposed to read the Bible for yourself. You're supposed to, but these people are from people who are great spiritual influences in my life. So, yes, I was still reading the Bible. I was still, my prayer life was good. I was reading the Bible. Man, I just went to certain people, man, for certain advice on certain things. Right. And I didn't get the advice that I really needed, that I expected to get from them. And it either misled me to make a bad decision. right? I received really bad counsel, but it was. But the heart behind it was good, but I didn't realize it was bad counsel until I went out and did what I did. um, Or it confused me to build a false perspective on who God was. Right. So so I know the God of the Bible or I'm learning about the God of the Bible as I'm reading the Bible right um, so let's say let's say you're in my shoes right and so you're learning about God you're reading about God um, and you're continuously God is continuously revealing more and more about himself as you read and as you find out more about himself man but you're still submitted under the authority of the people of the people in your life who are the spiritual authorities of your life so people in your family right so you know your father, you know, people um, institutional wise, like we're talking about like the church building, you know, you're talking about like a pastor, you're talking about deacons. Um, I grew up in a, a more traditional church um, before I came to the church that I'm at now. And it was a Pentecostal holiness church. And so uh, they're very traditional. They had traditional bylaws. So they had deacons, which are very experienced elders in the church. And they had mothers who were more experienced women in the church. And so they would help out. Uh, their respective gender so you know you had the mothers they would help train up the young women in the church to become spiritually mature strong women and we had the deacons in the church who were spiritually mature men who would help build up young men to become spiritually mature men and adults and husbands one day um and and you know the same thing the mothers did with the young women and so you know i'm still under their authority in a way and so um you know even though i am reading the bible and things like that i still expect to go to them for counsel right and so um and so they misled me sometimes or they just gave me a false perspective and through that i told myself that i would not give some of the advice that i received i made that decision right so like i said before just one last time i'm not the king of giving the advice um because Like, I'm not the king. It doesn't mean I'm the king of giving advice. I'm going to just tell you right now I'm not. But I want to give you some tips that I believe will help us, from my experience, give good advice. So today, I want to give you three things, just three, that were consistently not in the bad advice I receive. So I'm going to give you three things that I wish I heard some things that I wish, um, some things that I wish, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about some of the, I'm just thinking about some of the advice sometimes that I received. Um, so I'm gonna give you three things that were consistently not, um, in the bad advice that I received, um, some things that I wish I would have heard. And so the first thing is, uh, just realism, realism and, And, you know, I've came to the conclusion over the years, I mean, I'm not an old person. Um, I don't have crazy amounts of life experience. I'm just a 22-year-old man. Um, I've dealt with some things in my life. I dealt with problems and pain and situations and circumstances and things like that. I I have. Um, But in order to give good advice, I came to this conclusion. You have to accept someone else's problem as real. You have to. It has to be real to you. I don't care whether you've already been over that bridge before. I don't care whether you've already dealt with that thing before. I don't care if you don't feel like that thing that that person is going through isn't as important as some of the things that you've been through in your life. If you want to help them and you want to give effective advice in whatever situation they're in, they're in, that advice that perspective that you give or that problem that they have, it has to be real to you. That problem is very real to them because if it wasn't, they wouldn't have brought it to you. And so you have to you have to accept the fact that, hey, like it has to be real to me too if I'm going to help give good advice. I'm going to give you a scripture. Romans 12, 15 says this. It says, rejoice with those who rejoice, sharing in others joy and weep with those who weep sharing another's grief Romans 12 15 deals with Christian empathy not sympathy let's let's hear the difference sympathy is subjective emotionalism where empathy is the ability to objectively relate to another person's situation sympathy is hey I feel for you because I've been through that before right but let me tell you something about sympathy Sympathy um, can sometimes, like I said before, be emotional, and it can be very subjective because if you only have a limited amount of life experience, you're not going to have a lot of sympathy towards certain people going through things. Also, if you've been through something worse, in some cases, you may not be able to show as much sympathy, right? So how I've always learned it was, is that sympathy can sometimes be very limited, but empathy is very broad because all empathy is asking you to do, empathy is asking you to objectively objectively relate to that person, objectively re- relate to what they're going through, right? To have an objective, a non-biased mindset of whatever they're going through, to actually put yourself where they are right now and to feel what they're feeling, right? So that's, so that's all. Romans 12, 15 is asking. It says, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Share their grief, right? And share their joy. Paul is asking people, he's a writer of Romans, uh, the book of Romans. And so he's just asking Christians, man, just feel for one another. Put yourself in their shoes, not only in the bad, but in the good also. So that's very good. But while we're talking about relating to other people's situations, right, let me list the next one. Let me give you the next one. The next one simply is relatability. It's relatability. Relatability. This is another important part of giving advice. You have to be able to relate. Relatability can sometimes be a taboo word within the Christian community. But trust and believe this. We need relatability. Can I give you a reason why we need relatability? It's because Jesus even used relatability in his sermons and teachings. He used parables. Jesus used parables. Jesus used sermon illustrations. That's all parables are. They're sermon illustrations. Right? He helped his listeners to understand an intangible reality that they couldn't see with their physical eyes, which is the kingdom of God. Right? Right? Right. You know, we don't we don't necessarily see the kingdom of God. We just hear about the kingdom of God, even and we read about the kingdom of God. We read about Jesus speaking about the kingdom of God. So can you imagine what it was like before? Like we didn't like they didn't have the Bible then. They didn't have some of the tools and some of the resources we have to tell us about the kingdom of God. They relied on Jesus. They relied on Jesus. And so Jesus. Knew that. He knew that his listeners and the people around him could only engage with this reality, with the kingdom of God. They could only engage with the kingdom of God with the eyes of their hearts. So he chose to use stories, which are what we commonly call parables, to illustrate his meaning. And so what we see is we see that Jesus used a common form of communication to get a foreign concept across. Because number one, he cared so much about the concept of the kingdom of God sticking, that he was willing to use a common form of communication. Number two, I believe Jesus was aware of the need that needed to be met for understanding, which was relatability. So in order for you to effectively be able to give advice, it should come down to, hey, am I being relatable or not? And so once you have realism, Understanding that the other person's situation and problem is real. Then you can start to give that effective advice and you can give that effective advice with relatability. And once you give that advice with relatability, let me tell you something. Then you can move on to revelation, to revelation. Now, remember, as a Christian, you are still a representative of Christ in that situation you have to remember that like you can't neglect that like you still are a follower of Christ you still are someone who is literally here to be Christ ambassador that's exactly what you are and so one thing that i want you to remember is that no matter what you no matter what you've set up to this point at this point of the advice that you're giving you should always bring it back to Jesus it should always come back To Jesus, because that is who you're following. Our job is still to witness and to tell the good news of God, and to tell the good news of the gospel, right? And so um, we can't do that. We can't do that if we never ever, um, if if in our advice and in the in the counsel that we're giving, if we never bring it back to Jesus, we can't do that. And so I don't want you to ever. I don't want you to ever um ever ever feel like in your advice that talking about Christ is just too much or or is not is not the right thing to do right because second corinthians chapter 5 verse 20 it says this this is what it says and i had it written down but i had the wrong version written down and that's not the version i want to say um so i'm going to give you this version i'm going to give you this out, out, of the, out of the HCSB. That's the Bible I usually read anyway. But it says, therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. Certain that God is appealing through us. We plead on Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God. One more time, I'm going to read it. It says, therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. Certain that God is appealing through us. We plead on Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God. And so, like, that's a pretty big deal to me, man, because we have the task, we have the responsibility, we have the honor and the privilege, man, to appeal, to to let God appeal Himself through us, through our stories, through our testimonies, and through this, through our authenticity and our consistency. Because those are the apologetics for today. Those are how we defend our faith today. It's through how authentic we are, the story that we tell, our story. And walking out our faith, not walking out my faith, not you walking out my faith, or you walking out your pastor's faith, or you walking out your grandma or your grandfather's faith. You walking out your faith, walking out your faith walk with Christ and telling your story of how Jesus changed your life and how you've been delivered and how you've been transformed. And then not only your authenticity, but also your consistency. Do I walk out the walk? Do I walk the walk, essentially? Like I can talk the talk, right, through my story, through my consistency, through my authenticity, but can I walk the walk through my consistency? Right? Migos, they're not prophets or anything. They're not anybody spiritual. But they say, um, they have a song and it's the of the course says walk it like I talk it. Do you walk it like you talk it spiritually? So if you don't, the chances are your revelation's not gonna be effective. But if you do if you have authenticity and consistency, man, you could witness to so many people. You could tell so many people your story, and through your advice, you can either help lead people to Christ or strengthen people's faith just by your story. So I want to I want to just end this, and I want to conclude this with this man, that it has to be real. It has to be real. It has to be relatable, and it has to have revelation, and your revelation comes. Through your authenticity and your consistency. Through your story and through your walk. Man, and when you pair those two together, and after you pair those two together, man, then you'll start to see people's lives change around you. Then you'll start to see people who, who don't even know why you're doing what you're doing, man, but they want some of that. They want some of what you have. They want to come to you with good counsel. And guess what they're going to do? They're going to be the same person that you were to them in that moment or in that situation where they needed counsel and they needed to hear about the goodness of God through authenticity and their consistency in their life. So can I just tell you this right now? You have the opportunity to do that for the people around you. So I just want to end this episode with this. Think about the people in your life right now who need the authenticity and the consistency. That you have Walking out your story And walking out your faith with God And being consistent in that walk That you have And man I'm not going to tell you what happens I want you to see what happens for yourself So with that being said I love you all I thank you for joining me for another episode of Let's Talk And next week I'm actually going to have a guest on Or a couple guests on Or maybe a few guests on Um, And uh, I'm not going to spoil it already But I guarantee you man um, We're going to be expounding more on some of this stuff And I just can't wait For you to hear Or eavesdrop on this conversation That I'm going to release next week With that being said Y'all take care And I'll talk to you next week